Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to the Fantasy Alarm MLB DFS podcast with hosts John and Pemba and James Grande. What is going on, FA Nation? John Pemba here with James Grande. This is the Quick Pitch MLB DFS podcast recording here on Wednesday for Wednesday's main slate of 7.05-8 games. James, we do have a couple earlier games to take a look at. If you're playing that early slate, we're in the Discord. You can certainly ask us some questions there. But we're taking a look at the eight-game main. I say eight-game. It could be seven. Again, we got some weather potential there with the Angels and Yanks to look at, which is it was kind of unfortunate because this isn't a great pitching slate as it is. And that game includes the top-priced pitcher of the day. And Nestor Cortez uh, includes the Yankees lineup that was rolling yesterday. You get a lefty uh, on the mound that they're going up against, and Reed Detmers, who really hasn't been the same guy since his no hitter. So it would have been really nice to either get Cortez or a Yankees stack going today, but that game may be washed. Yeah, let's hope it's not because we could get one or both of those things in our lives today. But if we do, John, let's just play hypothetical, right? And I think we probably could, t- we could just jump right into it. If yeah. we do get this game in and let's say the weather improves is there really any reason to fade Nestor Cortez at this point I don't think so we just saw Jordan Montgomery another lefty last night throw seven innings of one run baseball against this Angels team sure they're dangerous they have guys that can do some damage Mike Trout notably Otani but a lot of their good hitters are also lefties so like Cortez maybe can counteract that nobody saw him coming into this year being a Cy Young caliber candidate but 170 RA, under one whip, 61 strikeouts, and 53 innings. I mean, right down the line, he has every statistical category with the check mark next to him. But yeah, listen, a 10-7, eight-game slate, not a strong pitching slate. You kind of want to put in one of these top guys and then go value searching. Who else are you, who else are you looking at? I think Scooble really showed me something last start against Cleveland, John, because he did not have his good stuff early. And then just like three three or four scoreless innings to close his start out just yeah. like dominant really showed me that he this is the real deal but 10-2 is pretty expensive but correct me if i'm wrong cleveland is way worse against lefties yeah 27th in ops against left-handed yeah pitcher. my one big issue with him or not him but this matchup sort of just in general is they just they just don't strike out right yeah i mean yeah. now he is a strikeout pitcher so maybe that Maybe that counteracts a little bit. And they do have one of the hottest hitters in baseball on their team and Jose Ramirez. Oh, he I'm stupid. I'm stupid. Okay. That was the matchup against Cleveland. He faces Minnesota. Right. You right. You met you played with my head, correct. I was, I was talking about I was looking at numbers. I was looking at statistics and you <laughs> say Cleveland, so then I rolled down to Cleveland. But right, he's facing Minnesota. Also doesn't strike out against left-handed also pitchers, just 20.5%, but much better, 324 Woba for the, against lefties. That is good for eighth highest in baseball. So, yeah, yeah, it's okay. Listen, this is what happens. It's I, I was like Ron Burgundy, just like reading the monitor. You said something, <laughs> and I just went with it. So, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to blame you, but I'll blame myself for that one as well. And the teleprompter. Just blame the teleprompter. Yeah, exactly. So, listen, Cortez for sure. Scoople, if you sort of believe in Carm, yeah, he did play Minnesota earlier this year and they got to him, right? They put up five runs right. on him. Something to worry about. We saw last night George Kirby shut down Baltimore. They had nine strikeouts in that game. Robbie Ray's been striking out a ton of guys lately. Yeah. Right? 10, 8, 9, 10. That's kind of his calling card. But he's been giving up a lot of runs. He's only been going six innings. You need those elite strikeout numbers. Maybe he can get that done against Baltimore. But what's the one thing we talk a lot about it with Baltimore? is that they have guys that can hit left-handed pitching. Now, my problem with that is if you look at fan graphs and you look at team batting average and OPS and all those numbers against left-handed pitching, Baltimore doesn't actually like register no. against them. 
No. But I'm like not believing what I'm looking at here because they just faced Rich Hill, different style pitcher, of course, and they lit him up. Mountcastle, we know hits lefties really well. Mancini, we know hits lefties really well. Hayes, we know hits lefties really well. Santander, we know hits lefties really well. Mullins hits both sides of the plate pretty well. Like, you look at that Baltimore lineup and they have guys that hit yeah. left-handed. Robbie Ray isn't shutting down anybody. Like, he's giving up three, four runs a start. He's just countering it with a bunch of strikeouts. Right. Like, I don't see why today isn't sort of the same thing where he goes six, he gives up three or four, he probably has eight strikeouts. Is that good enough for you to pay $9,500 for? Maybe, considering the rest of the pitching site. I, I think there's exactly what you said can happen. I also there is a possibility that Baltimore is just not firing on all cylinders against lefties yet, or maybe this is just not the year because they have – Guys, like you said, historically, we've talked about it a hundred times. Like, that hit lefties well. They also have the highest strikeout rate in the game. Second highest behind Miami against left-handed pitcher. Against the guy who's striking everyone out. Yeah. Like, I suspect there's a home run here because he's just giving up a home run every start. Six home runs in his last five starts. But I don't know, man. I, I think I'm in on Robbie Ray. Probably just in tournaments because the volatility that he's shown, but... There has, like, the length has been there yeah. for the most part. Like, he's only not gone six innings twice this year, right. you know? He's just, You're right. He's just walking, he's not guys, and yeah. he's giving up hits, yeah. which is, like, a no-no on DraftKings, right? Right. Like, maybe right. he's a FanDuel play where only the earned runs count against you. Yeah, and you still get the strikeouts. You can get the quality start if he does register it. Like, right. I'm not against him on DraftKings, but I think you're right. I think it does speak to Fandle more. 9700 over on Fandle. Um, so it's not even like a massive price gap between the no. two um, guys there. So I'm kind of maybe leaning on a Fandle play for for our guy here, Robbie Ray. Top pitching are, are all the same, really, on Fandle. It's Cortez, yep. Scooble, Ray. And we've talked about the Blue Jays' offense slumping a little bit. Last night, they did hang like five or six on Giolito. They just threw a one-hitter against the Yankees over seven innings. After going six innings, another one-hitter with three earned against the Yankees to start before that. Like, he's given up a total of four earned runs over his last 23. And strikeouts kind of up and down. They're in Toronto, so it's obviously a little bit more scary. But, you know, a 9K, Kopik is pitching well. Yeah, I mean, hasn't allowed a home run just walks too many guys that's really yeah. what it comes down to like he's just a little out of control yeah i'm not against it i think like ray i could probably classify him more as a tournament play sure. because he does put a lot of guys on and that's scary i think against toronto but as long as alejandro kirk can be kept in the ballpark i think he could have a good start yeah all right two <laughs> if we're looking in the mid-tier again it gets gross quick right yeah Quintana against the Dodgers. Pirates have won both games against the Dodgers in this series, but <laughs> not really a spot I want to keep going back to with Quintana. I know he's pitched well, but always a little bit scary. But Bailey Ober's been pretty good, right? Mm -hmm. But innings the last couple games, he hasn't topped 80 pitches in an outing. So, like, that's a problem. If he's not going to go, <laughs> uh, if you're going to start him and he's going to barely get to five, I mean, he faced the Tigers already a couple starts ago. Through 73 pitches, lasted just three and two-thirds innings. He only allowed a run. Now, I know he gave up six hits. He walked a couple guys. He was probably in trouble. But that was a game they won seven to one, and he couldn't get to five innings. It feels like very boomer bust for him at an 8K price tag. I don't want that. Hunter Green, you get 100 strikeouts, you get 100 walks. You don't know. You just don't <laughs> know which runs. one you're going to get. And home runs allowed, too. And home runs allowed, and right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Castillo shut them down last night. 
Boston's been slumping again these last couple games, shut down by Tyler Wells and Luis Castillo. Green certainly has the stuff to shut you down. GPP dart throw there. Garrett Whitlock coming off maybe his best, not maybe, probably his overall best start as a starter against Baltimore. Six innings, two earned. But the four strikeouts, the lack of strikeouts is a concern for me for Whitlock. And I talked about this with Adam Ronas on Alarm After Hours last. When you take a guy out of the bullpen and you move them into the rotation, they're not always throwing max effort like they are out of the bullpen. When Garrett Whitlock, as a reliever, was coming in knowing he's throwing two innings, three innings, he's throwing straight gas for two innings, three innings. As a starter, I feel like maybe he's holding back a little bit because he knows I got to go six. I got to go five. I got to do this. So maybe he's not throwing max effort fastball. He's not throwing a max effort breaking ball. Every single time he's throwing, he's more pitching than just trying to strike guys out. Because right. he had a really high K per nine as a reliever. That hasn't been the case as a starter. And I wonder right. if this is 7K, I'm willing to take the price. This is probably my value play because Cincinnati, though playing better, still feels like a lineup that he could work himself around. But I just don't know if the strikeouts are going to be there for him as a starter. Yeah, I think that's obviously a concern. Now, if he has a start like he had against Baltimore and picks up a win... Right, we're talking about a complete. I mean, we're talking about a guy who almost has 18 fantasy points, right. which at 7K is great. I think he's one of. I I would actually I actually kind of like this value tier, John. I like Whitlock quite a bit. I think it's scary, just pitching in the summer of Boston, in general, like the ball traveling the way it has been just always <laughs> in Fenway. So I like Whitlock. I like John Gray a little bit. I know he didn't look great his last start. The six innings, I don't think we ever have to worry about, like, length for John Gray. I think he's always pitching deep into games. Tampa Bay has been terrible offensively. 28th in baseball over the last 14 days in OPS. They're not hitting for any power. They're not hitting for any average. They're actually second to last in average. They just faced Pedro Martinez yesterday, so. They faced, I mean, yeah, obviously. I mean, we knew that was coming. And they have a 23% carry, which isn't great either. I think there's some upside for John Gray. How about the flip side of this matchup? Jeffrey Springs just converted to from bullpen yeah. to starter. I can't I, go I, to him, though. There's too many numbers against him for Texas. Fair. Against left-handed pitching this season, Texas just a 19% strikeout rate, 321 Woba. They're the, a middle-of-the-road batting average team. That's just a, It's just another team that just gives, team, gives guys problems. Yeah, are, are the Rangers? So I do like the fact that he's been stretched out five and two, four and two thirds, five and two thirds, six innings. The last three and that last start came against the Yankees, six inning or six innings, six Ks. And I mean, I know. So here's this, right? Not to cut you off again. Last fourteen days, right? Texas has ranks tenth in batting average at two eighty two. They have mm-hmm. a they have a three sixty eight woba against left handed pitching, fourteen point six percent strikeout rate. That's absurd. 847 OPS. That's like, absurd. They're just, hit, they're just hitting lefties, right? They're fifth highest ISO. And that's even with a bad batting average and balls in play. With all right. those numbers, they're 23rd in bat tip against. Okay. All right. You're making me, uh, I'll eat my words there. Because yeah. I think, I actually think you could probably play Mitch White as well. Not a big strikeout guy. We also don't know what his strikeout upside is because he's mainly pitched out of the bullpen and had been pretty decent. He only had two strikeouts in his start against Arizona, but. Four scoreless in that start. He needs to be very efficient, I think, because again, they're, they're just ramping up his pitch count. So if he's only on, you know, we're talking Dodgers here, right? If he well, seventy, let's say he gets seventy-five pitches. Let's say because he went from twenty-eight to forty-nine, from forty-nine to sixty-one. Yeah. If let's say he's ramped up to seventy-five, does that make you feel better about him? 
Yeah, like I said, but he still just has to be very efficient with it, right? You need right. him to get to five. Appreciate um, So, yeah, yeah we, I guess Willock, but I do... I, do I can have go gray. I can, I can be talking to gray, but probably wouldn't go much... I wouldn't go any lower there. Catcher position. We could play Victor Caratini, John. He homered again last night. Three straight games. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I assume uh, Narvaez will be in the lineup tonight. I mean, if you're, Maybe you know, DH, right? If you're right? Milwaukee, like, you're obviously going to play Narvaez. Like, he's hitting well again, 275, 789. But, like, would you DH Karen? Yeah, like, you kind of have to, right? right? Are you, are you, he's a switch hitter. It's in Chicago. He's homered yeah. in three straight. He's had multi-hits <laughs> in two of them. Are you taking a guy out of the lineup that's homered in three games? No. no. DH him. You know, right? Like, it's a, he's still a lefty-righty matchup for him. Kyle Hendricks is a gas can at home. Like, Especially at home. Do we have do we have win there? We'll have to, we have, we'll have to check. Have um, let's see. I don't see anything notable, however. No, it's actually wind in. Blowing in. Five mile an hour wind yeah, blowing yeah, five in. Five miles is nothing. That's why. Speaking of uh, Wrigley, if you do want to spend up, Wilson Contreras is lighting the world on. Also homering a lot. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. He's yeah. good. He is good. He is good. Yeah, he's a good guy. Uh, Will Smith against a lefty if you want to go really up top. Wow, that, that play slapped. It slapped? Oh, I got you. See? The play slapped? You're quick. It's early. You're quick. Uh, no, I'm not quick. I just, you said Will Smith. That's the first thing that yeah. came to mind. Vasquez should be in the lineup again for Boston today. Yep. Garber, too. I think both of them in, like, that same little tier. Yeah. That's probably it. P.J. Higgins homered again. I don't know. Like, back-to-back games for him. Shout out P.J. Higgins, I guess. I'm just saying. <laughs> no, I'm not I'm not disputing it. I just, like, who is P.J. Higgins? I don't know. A guy, that, a guy that's been in the Cubs lineup and has homered in back-to-back <laughs> games for them. So if, if you're stacking Mariners, Cal Rally has been pretty good. Three ribbies yesterday. Uh, you should probably five. be stacking Mariners today. Bradish has given up, like, 11 runs over the last yeah, three innings. <laughs> He has given up a lot of runs. Yeah, he hasn't been good. All right, let's go to first base. A lot of lefties at the top. A lot of lefties as hitters. So Otani, Freeman, and Rizzo all facing southpaws. Probably not great. A guy that I would never assume to be in the same breath of them is Luis Araz. But he's, he's right He's right there at the price point. We're not playing him, just pointing out that he's overpriced. <laughs> uh, I'm probably just going back to Ty France. Listen, we called it yesterday. Right? Like, yeah. Number yep. two for three night. Another RBI and a run score to the walk. 12 fantasy points. At forty two hundred dollars, that's just a lock play against a trash can Kyle Bradish. So <laughs> another day at the office is just being really good. Right, just undervalued. Really, I don't mind G Man. G Man, he's he got robbed of a home run last night. I don't know if you saw that play by White. Mm-hmm. Uh, Leaf mm-hmm. reached over to the fence. He looked like he got so much hang time off that. Yeah, yeah. So it it, it could have been home runs and back to back games for him. He got robbed. Still had a hit though in that one. He was hot early on. Went down with an injury. Slumped a little bit coming back, but I think he's starting to come back around. And while we talk about liking John Gray as a possible value guy, John Gray is not unhittable. He's been giving up runs. So Tampa Bay is probably going to hang a few on him. So just a spot for you. I mentioned I like Baltimore. Maybe it's just a game stack of Seattle-Baltimore here. Could be. You know? I don't know anybody. I don't think people are going to be playing Baltimore against Robbie Ray because of the strikeouts. But like I said, he's walking guys, he's giving up hits and giving up runs. Mancini had six hits in, in two games against the last two games in Boston. Uh, batting average up to 310, almost an 800 OPS. So I'm, I'm just kind of crushing that one. Yeah, I think this tier is elite. I agree. Uh, I look, looking more at it, it is pretty strong. G-Man, France, definitely in play. I think France is probably the cash game play of the two. Same with Mancini is in that tier. Abreu gets a lefty and he's raking right now. Then Rowdy. I mean, Rowdy, $3,800, coming off a really good series thus far in Chicago and had a home run in St. Louis before that. He's still hitting in the middle of the lineup. I mean, 
Joey Votto's alive, John? Did you see the highlights from yesterday's game? No. Okay, so his two doubles yesterday hit off the top of the right field fence in Fenway. <laughs> oh the right field fence is like hip high. He had such horrible luck. Like the very top of, of the right field Were they field just fence. missiles? Like no, just They like... were just line drives that came down and just hit the top of a waist high fence and went in play. <laughs> Instead of bouncing over the fence. So he could have, realistically, that could have been they should two have been for two, three runs. Yeah, they should have been two home runs. That's unlucky. Yeah, so instead he had two doubles. But they very easily could have been two home runs. Now, he had ridiculous career numbers against Michael. He, it was like 420 or something like that. Career lifetime off Waka. They faced each other a ton when they were in the same uh, right. division there in the NL Central. So that just held true against him. Who knows what it's going to be like against Whitlock. I mean, it's still on the year. I was hitting 180, so. Yeah, no, I definitely, he, I mean, he started off horribly, but like, looking, look through the log and like, you can see there are yeah. some signs of life in, in his bat. Yep. I agree with you. I, th- I think there's some potential there. Anybody else for you? I guess when you go down into the value tier. Yeah. Mount Castle 3k. Yep. I like it. I, I agree with you there. That's probably it for me though. Second base. Story at the top for GPP. Polanco hits lefties from the mid-tier. I think if you want to play it, a Yankee at second base, you play Glaber. You don't play DJ. Glaber has more power upside. Adam Frazier, it's just like a low floor with Adam Frazier. Like, there's no, like, pop. Uh, Simeon's been pretty good, John. Would have been an RBI double yesterday if Eli White doesn't get thrown out stealing. So that could have been a little better. Chris Morrell continues to be productive for the Cubs. Yeah. Uh, he didn't steal yesterday, but he hit a triple, had a walk, scored a run. Johnny Scope has been a little better, too. You got him against the lefty. Hands are against the lefty. There you go. Um, he'll be in the lineup for sure. Yep, 100%. Uh, third base position at the top. Devers is there, we know. Not much else. Not much. I mean, Turner, but I don't want to pay 5200 for Justin Turner. It's way too much. No, it's uh, too much. Wisdom's, wisdom keeps homering. 324 for him the last 10 games. 1,000 OPS. Yeah, he's... Against Jason at, Alexander. So, all up for the minors. Yeah, he just has a ton of power. And then I think it's the, and then I think we just literally drop down to value. I think there's Gio at thirty seven. Yep. But you know, Gio at thirty seven. Ramon Arias against a lefty. He continues yeah. to hit. He had another double yesterday. And then, dude, how about Harold Castro for the Tigers? He's like been their best hitter. He's hitting in the middle of their lineup pretty much every game. Four home runs over his last ten games. Plays. It definitely plays. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna sit there and, and argue with you. I'm shortstop. Uh, Trey Turner looking to keep the hitting streak going. Still against <laughs> a lefty stopped. here. Homered last night. Can't be stopped. Six K though. So we just yeah. yeah. We we need, we know we've said it a hundred times. Need a home run. Need a stolen base. Maybe need both. Yep. yep, 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 yep. You got Luis Urias against Hendricks. Uh, JB Crawford probably against Bradish. That's mm-hmm. probably where I'm going. Yeah, it's just it's. I feel like it's similar to Frazier where there's like a low floor with him and there's not like massive upside, but. In the Seattle stack, I think it makes sense. I won't tell him you said there's no massive upside. but I hope he proves me wrong because I'll probably be playing him in it. Let's see. Other value guys. There's really not here. I mean, listen, I, I mentioned Andleton Simmons the other day. I had a hit, an RBI, and a run scored. Maybe he's, you know, maybe if he's in the lineup. Where's Where's Nico? What's Nico up to? Where is he? For 3,300. Yeah, him and uh, Mateo. 3,200 yeah. for Mateo. Yeah. Yeah, so those are the value shortstops. Outfield. Mookie Betts keeps Mookie. I know last night, not a great game for him. Game four, though, three for four at a home run. Again, 6,100. Yeah, that pay it off. I got to feel like J.D. Martinez will get going again. He's too good. It's hilarious. 
It's hilarious. He's 0 for 7, and he's still hitting 421 over his last Yeah, he's still hitting 360. Aaron Judge, if he plays, I think maybe he's my lock there. Yeah. One of my favorites for sure. Uh, I don't want to pay 5,100 for Chris Taylor, but he is hitting 300 with a 1,000 OPS the last 10, and it's a lefty matchup for him. So sure. I guess if you're stacking, could potentially be a spot for him. I feel like I could be wrong here, and it's probably more suited because of old Christian Yellick, but I feel like Yellick has good BVP against Hendricks here. Let us head over to fantasyalarm.com. I feel like I, I remember seeing uh, dfsalarm.com. Seeing something similar to that effect. Let's know. see. Christian Yelich against Kyle Hendricks. 10 for 42 with two bombs. Okay. Not, not, as, good, not as good as I thought it was, but two home runs. Colton Wong is the superstar against Kyle Hendricks. I think Wong is hurt. Colton Wong is day-to-day, yes. Yeah, so I guess we'll right. see. If Wong's in the lineup against Hendricks, we'll, we'll rock it. Springer's at 47 against Kopech. Lewis Roberts at 46 against Ryu if you want to... We'll see, we'll see if he was activated and then didn't play. So yeah. we'll see what the deal is with him. Okay. Uh, but yeah, if he's in the lineup for Our sure. Our boy Julio Rodriguez, 4,500. Yes, yep. Would you play Adolis 4K? Yeah, he homered again last yeah. night. I think Texas is... You're right. Like They're starting to, they're starting to get their mojo going. Yeah. Tom Winker's at thirty eight hundred. If you're just going full sell on the uh, on the Seattle stack, Hayes is right which, below which him. Which I think is viable. Which is viable, by the way. Yeah. If you want to play that, hundred percent. Andrew Vaughn versus lefty, thirty seven hundred. Oh yeah. That's a lock, right? Oh yeah. Andrew Vaughn rakes lefties, and he's had like some big games. Yeah, he's lately. hit well. He just had four hits the other day. We're going back to my boy Tyrone Taylor. Death taxes Tyrone Taylor just driving in a bunch of runs. Yep, that works for me. So Santander's at 34. You have Pollock versus a lefty, which is a good split for him generally at 3,400. That's probably it until we get starting lineups for me. Yeah, it feels line. the rest of it feels lineup-based. I know Andujar had a... I think was 25. I'd probably go there, I guess. Yeah, he's hitting the middle of the lineup for yeah. one reason or another. We'll have to see again. Uh, that game's a weather concern, so we'll have to see if yeah. they play or not. But Yep. That is, uh, that's it for where we're going to go. A home run call. Home run call. Let's go to Seattle. I should just go with Julio. I'm going to go Julio Rodriguez. Belts his seventh Julio. in Baltimore. Tough place to belt home runs Julio these days, but. Rodriguez. Okay. I am going to go with. I like that Julio call. I'm going to go. So many choices. Righties with a 495 woe against Kyle Bradish. Gonna... Kyle Flyball. To deep right field, Hendricks. Yeah, that's where I'm going. Uh, I'm, going I'm going rowdy. Getting rowdy. Yeah. You and uh, Julio Rodriguez. So uh, that wraps it up. Get us in Discord. Get us on Twitter. Uh, if you have any questions, we're available. And we'll catch you guys later.